Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Miles Fitzner-Mitchabaya with you. They're about to go on Belmont, but we don't need to worry about that. Do you know why, Mitchie? Because guess what? We go across the ditch and we go to our favourite, our favourite over there for Greyhound Race in New Zealand. New Zealand Greyhounds, the first bet Sunday through Friday at grnz.co.nz. His name is Mark Rosanowski, but we call him Rosso. How are you, Rosso? Miles and Mitch, look, good to be with you. Very well in that where I am living, so pretty much everywhere outside of Auckland, our main city, went back to alert level three uh, as of midnight last night. That means we were able to race today. We had two gallops meetings in the country, and we were supposed to have two greyhound meetings, including 15 races for me to call in Wanganui. Would you believe it? The Wanganui meeting was abandoned because uh, the vet wasn't available, the backup vet wasn't available, no vet was available. So I missed out on the 15 races today. So I'm kidding? still waiting. But I'm not kidding. I... I we're oh. just finding new ways to abandon meetings here. Um, however, <laughs> uh, we did have 12 races. We had 12 races at Addington for the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club this afternoon, which is fantastic. And my good friend Andy McCook from the show, Kiwi Chasing, did throw out a $3 winner on Sunday too. A dog called Epic Eddie from his kennel. And $3 for Andy, well, that's about as good as you're going to get. Hey, Rosa. Oh, Ray. he tipped that on the show. Yeah, he did tip that on the show. He did tip yeah. it on the show. He tipped two. Epic Addy, which one paid $3. Coffee, biscuit, very unlucky third. Otherwise, was that the maiden? Have, uh, had a nice little multi today, but not quite. Sorry, man. Which was, One of them, he tipped a maiden the other day that he said thought would be a big chance. If he said if he can get uh, $2 about it, just pile on. It wasn't a maiden. Um, I, I was I was tipping out a maiden today at uh, Hattrick. Um, I'm very confident I would have tipped off. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but they looked easy. They looked easy today. And we'll never know. We'll never know. But I am going to be pulling uh, 12 races from Cambridge Raceway tomorrow, the White Caddo meeting. Now, I'm a long way from... Cambridge. I, I live in Wellington, so I'm about six hours drive south. But I do have a remote studio that I can call from, and of course we are racing under very strict restrictions. So I may as well be somewhere else, and I am. I'll be in my studio tomorrow, calling uh, the White Cattle meeting at Cambridge. Got a couple of thrilling dogs. I think we can follow tomorrow. Race seven, Ooh. dog two, thrilling Tessa. So race seven, number two, thrilling Tessa, yep. uh, and then race nine, dog eight. Thrilling Jim. Uh, these are both trained by Sean Codlin. Odds aren't out. They won't be fancy, but um, a, a thrilling multi will do me. Hey, uh, so what, what, we're going back to normal for the meetings on Sunday. So can we get to talk to you again on Sunday morning after you do the uh, after you do the Kiwi Greyhound Racing Show? Yeah, by all means. Look, all going well. We've got 11 races coming out of Cambridge again. The form from tomorrow should be easy to follow on Sunday. Certainly hope so. Won't have any excuses anyway. So we've got an 11 race card there Sunday. I'm going to be calling those as well. So um, you might have to chat to me a few minutes further out from the races, but I will be available. Yes. Hey, Rosso. Yeah, go ahead, Mitchie. Sorry, Fitz. I was just going to say there was one dog that I was looking forward to seeing race today. Um, 
at Hattrick, and I know it didn't go ahead the meeting, but be lucky, Banjo. I've heard uh, this pup, well, this dog's got quite a bit of ability, an ex-Victorian. Yes, indeed. Uh, a greyhound that uh, when it um, ran a satisfactory trial out here, it, it beat Blink and Lily, who's two from two. Now, is it you that's got the connection to Blink and Lily? Yeah, I used that's to own good. it, and we uh, yeah. we sold it to Vaughan Clark, okay. who's a... Yes. Yeah, he's a lucky he's a lucky man because she's absolutely airborne. Oh, she has been just fantastic in her two wins over here. I'm a very good friend uh, of Vaughan's have been for uh, probably about the last 15 years or so. He's racing some really nice dogs here at the moment. Be lucky, Banjo. We'll just keep watching out for it. Should be winning first up. What upsets me about it not racing today is there was a dog in that field that had won six from its last seven from the coal kennels that would have taken some money. I'm very confident Be Lucky Banjo would have won that race today. And what scares me now is it's going to show up in a field where there isn't much opposition and it's got to be paying a dollar thirty. So uh, we'll see. But Be Lucky Banjo should be winning several races in New Zealand and was going to be my best bet today. I love it. I look forward to chatting with you again on Sunday morning, mate. You came in in fine style and then Cookie, he just come in as well and did a nice little job. So when you make your return to Sunday mornings, we're going to try and squeeze you in for some races because we love our Kiwi racing, especially our Kiwi Greyhound racing, mate. Look forward to chatting to you then. Fantastic. I'll tell you what, the last two weeks, seriously, it's felt like we've been three back the rail under a hold. So uh, good to release the shackles this week. (laughs) Yeah, no, we'll get you in the straight with the shillelagh out, Rosso, and we'll get going. Good to chat, mate. We'll chat again soon. Good on you, team. Catch you soon. Mark Rosanowski there from Greyhound Racing New Zealand. And uh, the first bet Sunday through Friday, grnz.co.nz. He's a ripper, isn't he, Mitch? Oh, he's a cracker. He, he's, he, a he's a very, very good man. And I, as soon as we, I heard him on the show, I'm like, he's a race call. I've heard him numerous times, watched quite a bit of New Zealand racing. And uh, as he said, be lucky Banjo and Blink and Lily, a Greyhound I used to own. And, I've heard Be Lucky Banjo, you know, it's flying, so get on. Yeah, no, unbelievable. That unbelievable that to go and call 15 races in a hit. Like, I can't imagine that. <laughs> do my head in. Mate, let's, a uh, couple of things we want to talk about. GRV's announced new prize money increase um, and gets uh, opinions of participants and involvement when it comes to where the money goes. Yeah, so uh, there's been a little bit of uh, chewing and throwing as far as... Uh, GRV and GOTBA in regards to prize money and GRV came out and announced a $5.3 million extra boost of this year's prize money, which is fantastic. Peter Duncan announced that earlier in the week and um, they've they've contacted, well, they've put a, a bit of a call out there to participants to give their opinion on where they think that the prize money should go or be allocated because, you know, everyone's got their own opinion as to whether it should go to the top end or middle or bottom or pay fourth or pay unplaced, whatever it may be. So at least by asking the participants, the participants at the end of the day can't say, oh, well, you know, they didn't, they made a decision without consulting us and you know how you get people throwing stones. So it's, it's a good idea. It's a great idea, actually. Uh, people get to voice their opinion. Not obviously all are going to be, um, you know, well, acknowledged, but it, it, I think it's great that there's a good connection between GRV and its participants because without each other, it makes life pretty hard and, the $5.3 million boost to prize money is going to be fantastic because wherever it does go, it's going to be, uh, it's going to, you know, keep more people in the game. Oh, I agree. We couldn't agree with you more there, mate. Uh, let's go to what about um, the stud career? Beast Unleashed kicks off with the flying starter. Yeah, now this dog, uh, Beast Unleashed, he was an injury riddled greyhound who only had a handful of starts and 
there was always he always had a lot of ability. He won the launching pad down here in Victoria at uh, Sandown, and he's got a pup called uh, or a pup that's eighteen months old that scorched around Richmond over the three thirty in eighteen seventy six. Now talk talk about a way to kick start your stud career when your offspring come out and run that sort of time. Yeah. That's absolutely airborne. And uh, the the biggest thing with going into the stud game, you just need to get pups on the ground and then you're a chance of obviously throwing some handy ones. So the, the problem that some make is that they go too expensive and unaffordable and people won't use them where they, if they're looking for, I suppose, an unknown sire, um, they want to be able to say, take the risk that's lucrative enough there than not having to break the bank. And uh, I always say, and I've been told by quite a few people that the only difference in breeding a litter is the stud cost because obviously the, to up the upkeep, the rearing, uh, breaking in, all costs the same. So why not, if you can go to the best you can, uh, you go to the best you can. But Beast Unleashed has kicked off a really good start to his stud career. And I think he's only about $1,100. And I've heard that he's got some really nice stock on the ground here in Victoria. Uh, good to hear he's doing good things. Mate, very quickly, because we want to get to a break before Bendigo race 10. Um, untapped. Um, we'll talk about Untapped's career. And now it almost didn't happen. It almost wasn't untapped. I know, I know. This dog, we've tipped it a few times, and it's got a massive motor. We know how good this dog is on its uh, on its night. And if you read the story here on the Graham Recorder, uh, it's quite interesting because they they took the Greyhound, which the daughter of Aston DB, uh, down to uh, Dustin Drew's place. So I know Dustin quite well. He's down Warnable Way, and he, he went to Slipper at his home track, and just dog just looked at him, turned around, didn't want to go a yard, did not even move, and. He said at 16 months old, he was worried. He thought that the Greyhound might not have um, wanted to race. Some Greyhounds out there, they don't want to race. They'd rather, you know, just uh, sit on the couch and be walked uh, numerous times a day. But uh, this dog, it's an amazing journey from when you get going from that, a dog that wouldn't run, didn't want a bar of it, to winning in town and obviously now being a big, big chance coming into some of the big pointy-end races at Ballarat. Um this dogs can run the hands off the clock, but it is an interesting story. And there's a lot of dogs out there the same fits that yeah. don't really don't really have the urge to go until the penny does drop and the maturity kicks in, and then all of a sudden, bang, they turn into a real race animal. That's exactly right, mate. Let's jump to a break. On the other side of this, we're going to do Bendigo race ten. I might get your tip first, just to get it out there for the listeners for the next to Bendigo, yep. just in case we don't come back in time and they can get it on in time. Are you sticking? Well, it. Look, it looks a race in two, but it looks a little bit of... Um, well, it actually looks even enough, this. Gold Luminance is not the worst. Um, neither is No, this is, a, this is an even race, this one. This is a very even race. Look, the Burning Amy off the red should be pretty hard to beat here. But as you said, uh, Gypsy Andy goes okay. So does Jimmy Cheesecake. Uh, there's a few in this that have got a, a bit of ability. But I'm going to be going for the red Burning Amy just to beat Gold Luminance. Yeah, no, I would agree that it's pretty tough. Let's go to a break. We'll come back with Bendigo and then a quick little sneak peek at Sandown Park. Plenty more to come. This is sort of the chase. Miles Fitz and the Mitchell Bay are back in a second.